Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Gamecock great Joe Rett. And Joe, the Gamecocks are headed to the Final Four. Man, what a weekend at Madison Square Garden. Joe, where'd you watch the game? Uh, I watched it with my son yesterday. Me and him was uh, convening together before he uh, took his trip back overseas to France to uh, go play ball again overseas. But uh spent some time with him before he left. But uh, I tell you, you know, three weeks ago when we was watching Selection Sunday, you know, honestly, I think you and I and those fans, we were just hoping to get in and, and also just get in and win one game. And we totally did not expect all this right now and, and to win four games so far. Be a Marquette team. You turn around and beat a Duke team. Then you turn around and convincingly beat a really, really good Baylor team. And then on yesterday, you beat a good Florida team that, you know, that knew our style and, we was, you know, the team that was used to us, and they battled. They battled all the way through. But, uh, you know, coming from um, disbelief at one point during this tournament, now I'm actually thinking that we can win this whole thing. That's crazy. It sets up South Carolina and Gonzaga in the first national semifinal this coming Saturday in Glendale, Arizona. The top two defensive teams in the country, and the winner will get either North Carolina or Oregon. So the final four is set. The Gamecocks making their first ever appearance in the final four. And Joe, talk about the weekend at Madison Square Garden. Let's talk about this win over Florida. 77-70, to the Gamecocks beat the Gators. Carolina trailed by seven at halftime. And in that sense, Joe, it was exactly like the Duke game. Carolina down yep. seven at halftime, mm-hmm. and they came back to win by seven. It was the same situation in the Duke game. Carolina outscored Duke by 14 in the second half. They outscored Florida by 14 in the second half on Sunday. And, Joe, the Gators were red hot shooting the three in the first half. They shot seven of 12 from three in the first half, but did not make one in the second half. 0 for 14 from three. Gamecock defense does it again. That's what that defensive pressure does. You may get out early like Marquette did as well. Marquette came out shooting well as Duke, and also Florida came out shooting well in the first half. But they, they you know, adjusted at halftime, um, the Carolina defense, and, and they just kept staying, you know, true to who they are, uh, putting a lot of ball pressure on the ball and, and, and really getting out and, and contesting uh, – a lot of the three-point shooters and made it very difficult. That's the thing we do. We just continuously do what we do. We just wear our opponents out. That's a lot to do with conditioning and just uh, paying attention to detail, knowing knowing your opponent, knowing knowing who the shooters are and knowing you know who not to leave open. And they are doing a tremendous job of wearing these guys out. And, and it just results every second half. This team turns around and then and, and somehow pulls out these wins. Joe, Coach Martin has settled on a seven-player rotation basically now. Uh, Chris Silva, Mike Kotsar, P.J. Dozier, Dwayne Notice, and Cinderius Thornwell getting the most minutes, and it's Felder and Justin Mackey coming off the bench and spot duty at least yesterday for C.D. Kata and Hassani Gravitt. But 
you know, three minutes for Kata, two for Gravit. Primarily, it's those first seven that I mentioned. And, you know, the, the bench is not very deep, but the first five has been so good throughout this tournament, not only defensively. South Carolina right now, number two in the nation in defensive efficiency. And Gonzaga's number one, and it'll be South Carolina-Gonzaga coming up Saturday in the semifinals. And But, you know, Carolina's shooting the ball much better, much, much better in this tournament run than they have all year. And what better time to do it? <laughs> we, we, you know, we discussed on air yeah. all year about about how many times we went and dropped shooting so bad. And we was always saying that somehow we got to get all these guys clicking together and, and you know give us and Derek some help because we know what he's going to do. And now the balls are starting to go in the hole. Uh, they're getting defensive turnovers and they're getting out getting easy baskets. Uh, you're getting some very good play yesterday from Mike Coatsaw. He left some on the on the rim, but he missed some layups yesterday. But he still came out a big twelve points and a big basket. I think with like two to three minutes left in the game, he shot that jump shot when Sandera came down with a steal, yeah. and that was put us up four at that time. And we kept rolling ever since. So it's a it's a total team effort from everybody, uh, the coaching, just the fans. Uh, it's just it's just a great time. I mean, I'm absolutely a great time to be a Gamecock right now. Man, what a finish yesterday. This game was tied at 63, and the Gamecocks closed the game on a 14-7 to run. They just took it over in the last three three or four minutes. So the Gamecocks are headed to the Final Four in Glendale, Arizona. We've got a 6.09 p.m. tip for South Carolina and Gonzaga. Gonzaga, number one seed, winners of the West Regional. And, you know, a lot of folks figured they would get this far, Joe. This is their 20th NCAA tournament appearance but their first ever trip to the Final Four, same with South Carolina. So either Mark Few, the head coach of Gonzaga, or Frank Martin, the Gamecocks head coach, will make his first appearance in the national championship game next Monday night. But, Joe, let's stay at Madison Square Garden, at least for the time being here, before we take a closer look at Gonzaga and the Final Four. Okay. Talk about uh, you know the scene there that the, the Gamecock nation kind of took over the building this weekend, and it was a decidedly pro-South Carolina crowd yesterday and uh you know to see the Gamecocks cut down the nets in the basketball capital of the world we saw Justin Mackey running up into the stands to find his father BJ you know the all-time scorer in Gamecock history just some incredible yeah. moments Joe they're, they're just hard to put into words you know how they make you feel how they make you feel because this is all new this is new to all of them except for Frank uh, he hasn't been to the final four but he has Definitely NCAA experience. Uh, you think about the, the starting lineup that we got. We are kind of young. Our Sanders and Darius that starting and Dwayne. Um, everybody else is uh, Silver and PJ are sophomores, and you got a freshman in, in Mike Coatsaw. So you got guys out there kind of not knowing what to do, but taking advantage of the opportunity. So I give Frank them a lot of credit for um, keeping these get keeping these guys engaged, keeping their head in. Because you know, last week they got so much notoriety. Seems like everybody's jumping on the bandwagon now because, you know, team that never done it, uh, been in this position before. So for him to keep these guys engaged and keeping them um, ready for the, to come out and play each game because they, they are so young, outside, like I said, outside some dads and those guys, you got to give them a lot of credit for just continuing to play hard and, and pulling out these wins every night. Let me give you the final numbers from the Elite Eight victory. South Carolina now 26-10 and 10 on the year and headed to the Final Four. Cinderius Thornwell, 36 minutes, 26 points on 8 of 13 shooting. He was 1 of 4 from 3. 
and 9 of 10 at the foul line. Seven rebounds, two steals, and one assist for Cinderius Thornwell. Joe, he picked up a couple of fouls and had to go to the bench late in the first half. Coach Martin actually left him in for a little while with the two fouls, but he came out, and that's when Florida opened up that seven-point lead before halftime. Yes, he did. When, when you see your leader go out, you know, because of, I'm going to say bad calls, but he had two fouls. Uh, I thought Frank was going to trust him a little bit because that's your senior, that's your guy. Yeah. But, you know, certain games, certain situations, uh, you know, things happen. But, hey, give it up. Give it up to Sendaris, man. He wound up being the MOP of the Eastern Region. Uh, his uh, legacy is, is still not finished, you know. He's uh, climbing up the ladder of all-time great. Uh, I think he's third now, all-time scoring. So uh, this kid is uh, really, really, you know, not increasing his legacy here in South Carolina, but he's, Making a lot of money right now with the NBA and all that. You know, he was uh, his his marketability definitely has been been increased by the performance he's been uh, displaying here in the NCAA tournament. PJ Dozier, another outstanding game. Joe, seventeen points on seven of eleven shooting. One of the best you know field goal percentage games that PJ has had. Uh, three for three at the foul line. A lot of Gamecock fans happy to see that. He's had his struggles at the line this year. Only missed four shots, and two of them were three-pointers. He had three rebounds, an assist, a steal, a block, and 36 minutes of action. And, Joe, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here, but I have heard some speculation that P.J. is going to go in the first round of the NBA draft, and this may be his last year mm-hmm. in South Carolina. Is it too early to comment on that? I know the season's not over. You know, we don't want to talk about this yet, but that's what I'm starting to hear. Have you heard the same thing? Yes, I've been hearing that from uh, earlier this year. Okay. Uh, the NBA is very high on him. Yeah. Uh, what he has, his skill set, at at six 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 seven at point guard, the NBA is salivating over a guy like that. So he's been having so many uh, NBA scouts down here through practices, through all his game, just to watch him. And in turn, um, what has happened? People come to see him. They've actually come to see Sanders as well. Yeah, uh, getting to see how good this guy is. So uh, um, I would be surprised because, as well as Sanders thought, uh, PJ Stark has already been there. His is rising as well. So. Honestly, I would love to see him come back, but if you are a projected first-round draft choice, you got to go. Yeah, P.J.'s defense has been outstanding this year, and to me that's where he impresses the most is on the defensive end. I think offensively he'll grow, he'll mature, he'll continue to get better. So the pro scouts see a lot of upside with P.J. Dozier, and no question, Cinderius Thornwell has upped his pro stock as well this season, his senior year. And I was impressed to hear you say last week that Dwayne Notice is one of the best defensive guards that you've ever seen. 38 minutes for him in the Elite Eight, six points, didn't shoot it great too for nine but he did have six rebounds and three assists and you know Joe I think he's been one of the unsung heroes throughout this tournament run we, we talk extensively about Thornwell and Dozier and Coatsar had maybe his best game of the season yesterday and Silva had that double double huge game against Duke in the second round but notice to me has been the unsung hero of this run he has um, especially on the defensive end yeah uh, when each team has the, the toughest point guard um the point, whoever was the point or the two, he normally picks that guy up, and that's his assignment. And he he, he jumps on these guys as soon as they get off the bus, and and in turn that allows PJ. I'm gonna say him to free up, but he can guard the bigger guard sometime or get off, you know, get off the uh, best offensive player sometime. But Dwayne knows he is being like a jacket on some of these defenders. He's been wearing these guys up, picking them up full court. Just the ball pressure, everything starts there though, with ball pressure, and he has been uh, the catalyst to this defense, and everybody else has been. 
follow his suit, uh, follow his leadership on the defensive end. Gamecock bench only produced three points yesterday, all three coming from Justin Mackey. He played 13 minutes. Raw Felder, the Brooklyn, New York kid, uh, the freshman returning to New York City for this uh, regional semifinal and final appearance for the Gamecocks. 15 minutes of action for Raw Felder, three for C.D. Keita, and two for Hassani Gravitt. So the Gamecocks beat Florida 77-70. to South Carolina takes two out of three from the Gators this year, and it's the South Carolina Gamecocks making their first ever appearance in a Final Four. Gamecock Central Radio here. Emerson Phillips with Gamecock great Joe Rett. If you have not downloaded the new Gamecock Central Radio phone app, we invite you to do so now. It's a free app. It allows you to listen to our podcast for free on your cell phone, and then you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services. Or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. So, Joe, the Final Four set. South Carolina, Gonzaga, North Carolina, and Oregon. Both games coming up Saturday on CBS in Glendale, Arizona. Gonzaga is 36-1. Joe, they were the number one seed in the winners of the West Regional, and all the pundits are already saying South Carolina will not be able to handle the size in the front court of Gonzaga. They're a big ball club, and, uh, you know, Gonzaga's an early six-and-a-half-point favorite here, so nobody's on the Gamecocks, and, uh, you know, perhaps that's understandable, Joe. I'm looking at ESPN today, and there's a a feature on ESPN that says that uh, only Virginia Commonwealth in 2011 had a lower chance of making it to the Final Four on Selection Sunday than South Carolina did this year, according to the BPI. This is one of these indexes that means absolutely nothing. But uh, just for the sake of discussion here, VCU, the only team that had a longer longer odds of getting to the Final Four than South Carolina. And, Joe, let me give you one more fact here before you comment on Gonzaga. Uh, Everybody fills out their bracket before the tournament starts. Uh, I believe it was ESPN that had 18-plus million brackets filled out this year. And of Mm -hmm. those 18-plus million, only 657 people had South Carolina in the Final Four. And I don't know how many of those 657 (laughs) only filled out one bracket. You know, I imagine the vast majority of those people filled out 25 brackets and they had all kind of combinations. They had to. (laughs) They had to. And they had to be South Carolina fans. (laughs) But think about that. There's no way way in the world that someone could actually really believe that when the brackets first came out. There's no possible way. Just amazing, Joe. You know, what an incredible ride. And. You know, I was talking with somebody earlier today. You know, I'm 47 years old, Joe. I was born in 1970, and I've spent my whole life hearing about Frank McGuire's Gamecocks. And I think from this day forward, we've we've started a new chapter, and it's going to be Frank Martin's Gamecocks moving forward. And you know how hard is that to, to overcome? It's been so many years since Frank McGuire uh, le- um, retired from the University of South Carolina. Um, I had the privilege of uh, when George Felton was here, but well, he's my coach. Uh, I've had several conversations with Frank McGuire because him and Coach Felton were really, really close. And uh, his legacy has been there forever and had a lot of great coaches come through. George Felton, uh, Eddie Fogler, uh, Dave Odom, and all, so on and so on. But uh, Frank Martin has taken this team to heights that we've never been before. And we have, we don't have a lot of great players, a lot of great teams. But to get to this point where Frank Martin has taken us has never been there. So you're right. I remember when Frank first came, they, they, they compared the two Franks, uh, their names. Uh, so we, we was hoping that um, he can somewhat duplicate it, but he right now has exceeded uh, some of the uh, Frank McGuire era. And we hope to continue that. We, we don't want this to be a one-hit wonder. We want to um, hope we can progress on that as far as recruiting, uh, getting more players in here. and We want to keep this thing going every year. Of course, it's, it's very, very hard to win every year. 
But to get in the dance, we want to be in the dance every year from now on. So the Gamecocks in the hunt for the national championship in basketball here, and very few people could have predicted this. Joe, we saw Darius Rucker crying in the, in the stands at the Madison Square Garden yesterday when the Gamecocks won that game against Florida. We heard Gamecock fans start the We Want Zion, We Want Zion chant, referring to uh, Zion Williamson, one of the top junior high school players in the country. So it's just amazing how basketball has taken this state over and this fan base. The, the students were in five points jumping in the fountain last night after the Gamecocks beat Florida. And the whole state has really been turned basketball crazy because of Frank Martin and these Gamecocks. Yes, it has. And, and that's this tells you how how widespread uh, what the Gamecocks are doing. Being on this national level, getting this national spotlight. And you got Zion Wynn, who's been a YouTube sensation all this year. And, you know, I kind of refer, I kind of compare him to Clowney, uh, the football player. You know, Clowney came in, number one player coming out of high school, knew he was going to the league. He could have went there any way he wanted. But he came and wanted to be part of his home state and do some big things. And I think Zion could do the same thing. Uh, he'd probably be the number one player. He'd be one and done. And it's just imagine how the CLA would be if that kid came down and played for us for at least one year, maybe two. Well, if it came for one year, that, that CLA would be jumping. Yeah. And it could start, hopefully it could start a trend of uh, keeping some of these hometown guys. You know, the upstate is struggling right now. Uh, talking about Clemson, as far as getting good players. But um, we need to take advantage and uh, keep some of these good players that we have coming coming through the grassroots right now to uh, keep it. Keep this game card and keep Frank Martin here and keep this thing rolling. Yep, the big schools in South Carolina have had a hard time keeping in-state talent in-state. You know, top players in basketball from South Carolina at the high school level often go outside of our state to play their college ball and – Maybe that will start to turn a little bit now with the Gamecocks making the first ever appearance in the Final Four. National semifinals coming up on Saturday. Glendale, Arizona, 6-0-9 tip. South Carolina's 26-10. Gonzaga's 36-1. And And then we've got an 8-49 tip for North Carolina, 31-7 against Oregon, 33-5. Oregon made the Final Four in the first ever NCAA tournament back in 1939. And North Carolina is making its 20th Final Four appearance, and this is the ninth appearance in the Final Four for UNC head coach Roy Williams. So, Joe, let's get together later in the week. We'll talk about uh, Gonzaga a little bit more in depth. We'll also take a closer look at UNC and Oregon. But right now it's all about the Gamecocks. Joe, the Gamecocks have been all over ESPN, and it's going to continue that way all week. What great promotion and publicity for the University of South Carolina. Absolutely, and and – He's just a, a good bunch of kids that, that are representing the university. Obviously, Frank Martin is doing a great job of, of, of being the ambassador for this basketball team. It, 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 you know, oh, God, I almost felt like Darius myself yesterday after that big win, you know. And you just can't help it. You're witnessing something that we've never seen before and being a part of it and, and seeing the fans and all the former players and just everybody embracing this moment. It just makes it feel good because we're not used to this in April. This time of year, what we're usually talking about, spring football and baseball. We had never been in this position. So hopefully uh, we can continue this and root on for the Lady G's tonight to uh, get into the Final Four as well. Yeah, unbelievable. The Gamecock women play uh, Monday night this week. Tonight we're recording here on Monday, and 
Gamecock women play in California at six minutes after nine o'clock tonight for a chance to go to the Final Four, and both the Gamecock men and women would be there. It's just hard to hard to wrap your brain around that, man. What an unbelievable year it's been, Joe. You know, I, I tried to think of something profound to say on today's show, but it, there's really nothing that can be said, man. The results speak for themselves. Gamecocks in the Final Four. Say it out loud. Gamecocks in the Final Four. We going to Phoenix, baby. <laughs> Joe, I appreciate you always. Great talking Gamecock hoops, and we're not done yet, my man. We're going to get together later in the week talk Final Four. Thank you, man. I absolutely look forward to breaking down Gonzaga with you, my man. All Talk right. to you later. Thank you. That's Joe Rett, and I'm Emerson Phillips. This is Gamecock Central Radio. Back later in the week to talk Final Four here on GCR. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.